Hi, everyone. I'm Danielle from Living Extraordinary Podcast and YouTube channel. Join us for today's episode as co-host Nikki speaks with zero waster Lucille. Lucille's going to tell us ways to get started. Of course, she'll talk about what zero waste is and how even small changes can make a huge impact. Lucille also talks about the challenges she faced and how she overcame them. And you do, definitely do not want to miss Nikki talking about her experience at a recycling plant. And they even talk about eco-building and compare it to conventional building methods. So we've got a lot planned for this episode. Stick around. Don't forget to subscribe and click like uh, if you're watching us on YouTube. Thanks. Take it away, Nikki. Okay. Hello, Lucille. Hi, Nikki. Okay. So let's talk about um, how we met. Okay. So last year we did, it was like over a year ago. It's like last October we did um, the Earthship uh, Academy. Academy. Yes. The Earthship Biotecture <laughs> Academy in uh, Taos, New Mexico. And then and there was like, I don't know, like 20 of us or something. And me and Lucille were put in a group together. Uh, and one of our members left. So there was only like four of us and it was cool. And so we had the whole month together. And like, anyway, we were, um, we were like every day I had to work together for like a month. And I didn't even know you were a zero waster. I was just <laughs> like, she was like, she's, fr she's from France, which she'll tell. And so like, she would say like, oh, I'm woofing. And I'd be like, God, she has to go roof this place. <laughs> She builds roof every day. I was like, she builds a roof every day after we're already doing this building. Like, wow. <laughs> and it's like, which, yeah. So tell them what that was, woofing or. Okay, so that was actually woofing, not roofing, <laughs> which I don't know if I pronounced right, but anyway. Um, I was staying at um, Jeff's farm, uh, which is an organic farm. And um, woofing is basically you stay in a farm and they host you for free and feed you. Um, and you give like, I don't know, three or four hours of your day um, helping the person who runs the farm to, I don't know, pick up some vegetables, plant some stuff, um, just basically garden. And then you're hosted and you're, you have food <laughs> in exchange of that, so that's pretty cool. And you were always bringing your own food and you were like, it's from the, it's from the- Yeah, yeah, I was always place. making I was like. Wow, like, this yeah, roofing yeah. place is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because then you have really good food because it's all it all comes from the farm and it's I don't know I was fresh. having fun cooking because I had time for that and yeah it was fresh and I don't know I'm always kind of happy with food that comes from what you did like I don't know you worked for it and you made it happen and there you have food. It's always right, kind no of middle rewarding. It's just like mm, you get it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so tell us about um like okay tell us what zero waste is and how you got into it okay um so zero waste is basically just trying to reduce your um waste <laughs> so we have a lot of things to put in the bin every day um and it's possible to have less stuff to put in the bin at the end of the day and at at the end of the week and at the end of the month and then at the end of the year and it's pretty cool to reduce it that way um because it's like kind of a game it's kind of fun and it's it's a good game because then you make an effort towards the planet <laughs> did you um, did you just jump right in like when you first decided to do kinda, it yeah but it's it takes some time because you have to like change your habits um and into new habits that are like 
better habits, I, I guess. Um, and this takes time because it's not like, oh, suddenly I do my shopping differently. It's just like step by step, you reduce your bin. And then by analyzing what's left in your bin, you're like, oh, okay, this can also be removed or avoided. Like I can find a solution um, for that not to be, a tr uh, not to be trash. Um, so I kind of jump right in because I discovered the book from Bia Johnson. She's, she's actually French, but she lives in the States. Um, and she wrote a book called Zero Waste. She's kind of like the mother of Zero Waste or whatever. Um, how do you, say, how do you spell her name? Bia Johnson? Uh, so B-E-A Johnson, like Johnson. Oh, like B Johnson. Okay. Yeah. And, <clears throat> um... And yeah, her book was pretty cool. And one of my friends told me about her book because I was in school. I was always like trying to work with recycled materials and everything because I, I, I study space design and design has a lot of issues with um, using materials for a short amount of time for an event or stuff like that. And then it all goes to the bin. So I was always working with um, reused materials or recycled materials. And one of my friends said, hey, do you know about this person, Bia Johnson. I was like, no. <laughs> so I bought the book, read the book, and then jumped right into it. Like, okay, I'm gonna have new habits because this is too important. And I felt like it, it could be, um, it had like multiple adv advantages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah. Okay. So first, you don't spend time in emptying your trash which does take time because you just don't have trash anymore or less so yeah. you do it less often um then your um your grocery shopping is less expensive because you don't pay for the containers because you bring your own containers when you go shopping um and then you have better food because you don't buy food that is already um processed or, and, yeah. yeah processed yeah um because you i don't know because this uh, has weights because it has wrappers and stuff like that and then also in your bathroom for example you use better soap so it's better for your skin because you only use bars of soap you don't use liquid soaps because if you look at the composition of liquid soaps it has, the ingredients and stuff yeah it's pretty bad so I mean it had so many advantages that I just said like okay I'll I'll just try <laughs> okay so um like walk us through all of that like like what like what like okay how do you grocery shop like what like what do you eat yeah. how does that work okay so um to go zero waste well actually i i have to make something clear before i go into that but um bia johnson calls it zero waste uh and then there's another french family who wrote about zero waste and everything and they call it the almost zero waste and they're kind of right because like nowadays it's kind of hard to have zero zero waste like right. you know you always have something that you don't really know what to do with and I'm more like trying to do my best but not aiming at the zero like it doesn't exist and it makes you um, feel frustrated you know so zero waste is something you don't have to feel frustrated about like you can try and do your best but don't make it like don't give you a hard time on doing it you know mm. what I mean okay I basically stopped chewing gum after meeting you because i was like <laughs> oh my god it's like a wrapper within a wrapper that's already right. wrapped with it yeah. like when you like you you have a thing for like 30 minutes that you're chewing right. on that came yeah. from like 18 different packaging <laughs> supplies and yeah. i'm like oh and it's not it's not even really good for your health 
right? Right, Chew. gum chewing. Yeah, yeah, I guess like put air in your stomach or something. I just yeah. loved gum. I kept on thinking it was going to jawline better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so how do you? I started um, doing zero waste by um, looking what was in my trash bag and saying like okay, what can I avoid and what can I avoid easily so that I start off with something that's easy and then go to the hardest point so that if you start easy, um, you see the difference uh, quicker and then it, it's, it, it's encouraging you to go further in doing this. So I started with the kitchen saying like, okay, kitchen, it's super easy. You can just bring your own containers um, when you go shopping and you can buy a lot of bulk bulk food. I don't know how you pronounce that. It's spelled B U L K, I guess. Bulk food. Bulk. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bulk. Okay. That. <laughs> so I go grocery shopping and buy bulk food only. And I bring my fabric bags and I fill them up. And then when I go back home, I just pour them into jars to store them. Um, so I, I have some there just to show you because it's maybe easier. But basically, I go with a bag. Mm -hmm. so of this kind of oh, other little bags like oh, bags. Oh, okay. yeah yeah and those I have like different size this is the big size but I have smaller ones and I just pull them up and then I have second bag which I up I put everything in and then when I have everything I just go back home fill my jars and then it's done um so that's the easiest part where you can start because then you avoid like plastic. I don't even know if we have bulk stores. You, you actually do. I, cause I, that was like what I was worried with when I came to the States because I was already doing the zero waste thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to travel. This is going to be harder. Cause I have my, habits. I know like Aldi. If yeah. You know, Aldi has some, and then there's, um, um yeah. Like and some Smith of the health food stores will have like bins of like grains and stuff that you can. Yeah. Mm. And and Smith also has um, oh, bulk yeah, food. Smith and, okay. Yeah, when we were in Taos, that's where I was going, and there was a lot of bulk food. And you can go to the farmers market because farmers market is just are everywhere. Vegetables, yeah. they're everywhere, and you just put the vegetables directly in your bags. You don't need any plastic bags or anything. So, like, if you were going to buy like honey or something, would you just be okay with like a glass container? Like, would yeah, you try to so, buy glass versus plastic? Or yeah, exactly. That's also the thing. Like, if if there's something that you can't find bulk um and honey you can find it bulk in france it's it's super easy but in lyon zero waste is a really easy thing i i guess like in other places it wouldn't be that easy that that easy mm -hmm. so i'm kind of lucky with that but honey if you don't find it bulk you can just be okay with buying a jar because it's glass what's really bad is plastic because most plastics are not recycled and that's what's bad because then we have to bury our trash or burn it and that's what's bad for the planet if you can't find um for like for any kind of food if you can avoid plastic it's good so the other kind of thing that you can have is um, cardboard or paper that's a little better and what's even better is glass because glass is um recyclable infinitely um right, and right. even though it costs a lot of energy to recycle glass you can still reuse your glass several times 
um, and paper, you can't really like paper is um, very easily ripped or something like that. But glass, at least it's, it's it decomposes um, well versus like plastic, which like hard. I mean, it's it never yeah. decomposes or for it takes yeah. forever to at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, if, you, if you find um, stuff in paper, you can always like try to find the paper that is not that doesn't have ink that hasn't been printed. If it's brown paper, you can compost it. So that's oh, right, also right. zero waste because if you can compost something, it's it's zero waste. It's not a waste. Now, do you do compost? Do you compost? Yeah, also? yeah. So there's many solutions to compost. Um, when you do zero waste, it's either you have a garden and that's super easy. You just make a pile, turn it over in the middle of the year, and there you have compost. Um, if you don't have a garden because you live in the city, you can have public compost, which I go to. Um, there's like a little nonprofit organization, and they um, have several public compost around Lyon. Um, I think it also exists in Paris and in other cities uh, all over France. Yeah, I remember when I lived in London, they had like these um, yeah. almost like community gardens that you could buy into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you sign up for it and you just go there and dump your compost. But you can also have a compost like right into your apartment. Um, one of them is called uh, worm compost and it has like those little worms in it. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they just eat your food and then juice comes out of it and you can feed your plant with the juice. It's really good for plants. Um, but this needs a little bit of care. Like you can't really put onions in it. You can't put oranges. Um, oh, really? Need, like, is that yeah. just from trial and error or did you like research all that? I research. I researched on it because I had one last year. I experimented it and it was... Um, it was kind of cool to experiment, but also I thought kind of a little bit of job. <laughs> and then right. at some point, I don't know, also because if I had a stable situation, like I know that I'm staying in this apartment and everything, I could get like a big worm compost, put it in the basement. It would be always the correct temperature and everything. But now that I'm a student, I only have like small flats and I don't have space for it. And it's not the right temperature because whenever I leave, it's too cold. And whenever I'm there, it's too warm for them. Um, and also like my food wasn't healthy all the time. So sometimes I, for example, one time I drank too much coffee and I gave them coffee ground, but there was too much coffee ground for them. So they tried to escape from the compost because they were like, oh, I don't oh, like this coffee. No. So yeah, I had yeah. like some worms on my kitchen floor, which wasn't really nice, but I mean, <laughs> it happens. Okay. Um, but there's also like this very practical electric compost that you can get. Um, so it's like a box and you plug it in, you put your, I don't know how it works, I don't have one, but I saw it in the internet. You just put your um, compostable waste in it, plug it in, put it on, and then it like composts it. <laughs> okay, so I felt super guilty like this, cause like Christmas is coming up. So I got like, I got my mom a, yeah. um, <clears throat> she wanted a weighted blanket and it was like this eco bamboo cotton weighted uh -huh. blanket and it came within a plastic thing which was in a bubble wrap yeah. thing which was in a giant bag which was in another giant box and I was just like going like it's I mean like I bought a blanket and then killed eight trees in the process of doing it I mean so yeah. I mean like it's it's hard ordering online too like I just mm -hmm. noticed like everything it's like I've, I have six nieces yeah. and nephews and I bought them all like little toys or something and it was like whoa mm -hmm. um uh I, and I, I mean, and I feel like even if you like, let's say you but went to a store and just bought the toy, the the store still got their yeah, got toy in all that packaging. Right. Yeah. 
So, well, first it's better to try to not buy online because then there won't be like the cost of transportation of the toy that you buy. Mm -hmm. um, try to avoid like plastic toys. Um, I don't know, for example, your blanket, it, it wouldn't have been wrapped um, individually if you got it from the store. It would have been wrapped with other blankets. Of other, like a bulk blanket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's still less trash, even though it's still trash. And then like, what, what I would rather do is buy stuff that is secondhand. I know like people aren't really ready for it yet. Like if you, if you would have got like a secondhand blanket for your mom, maybe she would have been like, hey, what is this like you <laughs> yeah, like, a proper blanket right so people are still kind of like this but for some stuff it's really cool like this headphones are secondhand and they're like they look kind of new they're like yeah, last generation headphones and you know if i would have give that as a christmas present to someone maybe the the person wouldn't even notice that it wasn't um new and it's good for the environment because there's like the secondhand market is like super huge and people put a lot of stuff in the trash. If this guy wouldn't have sold it, maybe in two years it would have been in the bin because, you know, it's stored in his place. He doesn't want to, he wants room. He doesn't want to store stuff that he doesn't use and stuff like and that. And what do you, what do you get so, secondhand stuff? Do you go to thrift stores or do you just um, do anything? Yeah, I, I like to go to thrift stores for my clothes because then you can try it on and see if it works. Um, there's also this really cool website called Vinted. I don't know if you have that in the States. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I can look it up. Okay. Vinted. Well, we have that in France and it's like you, you put your clothes online and, and people buy it off you or, or the other way around. But this also has a problem because people have to wrap it and send it Ship to it you. In, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I prefer to go. Yeah. Another box, another plastic, another paper. Okay. But, so what about like girl, like, like, moisturizer and sunscreen and like mascara yeah. and... okay so I don't wear makeup so I don't have this problem okay well um, <laughs> but you can uh, make your makeup yourself like I've read some stuff about it and Bia Johnson um, wrote a lot about it um, it's supposed to be easy and fast I trust her <laughs> But I never try because I don't wear makeup. But like for moisturizing and stuff like that, I use um, Shia butter, which yeah. isn't bulk. Like I buy it and it's in a plastic box, but it's like, it's a pretty big quantity in just one plastic box. And then, you know, it lasts for ages. And you can also use like um, coconut oil, which comes in jars. Um, so that's glass, so that's better. Um, I don't know. Uh, for soaps, I just buy bulk bar soaps. And for shampoo, I also buy um, those blocks of shampoos that you can find bulk as oh, well. Oh, like a, like, a, like a bar shampoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just like wet it and make foam with it. and then Nice. I've seen yeah. that at Lush. But, um, yeah, yeah, they have it at Lush. Yeah, they have exactly. it at Lush. And what about, um, what is it? Like, uh, you don't even wear sunscreen. No, I don't. I don't wear a lot of sunscreen either. But um, I know that coconut oil is 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 kind of a sunscreen in a way. You, I know with your skin, you would need a lot of coconut oil. To <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like as white as a ghost, and I was like, I, like we were in New Mexico, like. Lucille was like with like, your hat, like nothing, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, look like I'm like, you know, 
Yeah, I was also in New Mexico a month before you came, so I had time to get some sun on my skin. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm lucky with that. I don't need a lot of sunscreen, but I know coconut oil does the trick and then maybe protect yourself with clothes. That's what you already did. And I'm sure, I'm sure you can find, like for example, Lush, you can uh, go to Lush and they fill your little containers and then you go home with it. So you can bring back the container and they refill it, you know? So I think Lush can have some bulk yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's some, you should start a YouTube about zero waste. Like there's this, <laughs> like I, I watched online who's a zero waster girl who's about your age who will be like, this is how I make my moisturizer. <laughs> like, cool. Shea butter and coconut butter and then like she like melts them together and puts yeah. cocoa butter in it and then like whips it mm, yeah I kind of wanted to do that at some point but I was like there's already like a lot of it on the internet like if you go on online you can find a shit ton of stuff so I was like yeah, yeah. it's true but I mean <laughs> at the same time I mean like I'm sure but you know like you never know like how people are exposed to things because like you're the first yeah. person I ever met who was like a zero waster. But then yeah. after I met you, me and Amy, when we went to India, we visited the Sedhana forest and that, that was mm. like, oh, it, you would love that place. Yeah, I know. I know we like, talked about it. I was it. like, I was like, who oh, still has to go here? It's <laughs> like all zero waste. Like they don't even use toilet paper. They yeah, I'm trying to do that right now. It's, that's my hard part, I guess. Yeah, like, hard, yeah I, I was kind of like, when I had to go to the bathroom, I was like, I mean, they had, you know, the, the <laughs> just the hose, like you have the hose, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all you got. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I don't, I mean, but. But toilet paper is a really like, um, Northern country, like developed country thing. Like the rest of the world doesn't use toilet paper. Why do we use toilet paper? You know? Yeah, and it's true. also a problem. Like it, it kind of hurts your ass in a way. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. When you start using water, you realize like, wow, this feels so much better. Like it's, it's comfortable. It's clean. I mean, why not? You know? It's just hard. I, I find it just hard in the winter because, you know, the water is stored in your bathroom and it's just cold. cold. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have, like, a tap or anything. My bathroom isn't made for that. So I just, like, store it in a bottle, and but it gets cold. So it's like, I'd rather use toilet paper right now. I'm already too cold. <laughs> right. And then you have, like, you know, you have to kind of change your habits. Um, but it's always the same. But, like, you have to use a towel instead of toilet paper because when you, once you have water on your ass, you just have to wipe the water. So you need well, a towel in your bathroom, clean it often. You know, it's possible, but it, it, is, just, it is. Yeah. And I, and I started doing, um, like feminine products, like for your period. It was like, I remember mm -hmm. like I was reading about how like the pads that people use and tampons and stuff, like how much waste there really is with all that yeah and um i started and it's, it's also super bad for your health because tampons and pads um are not uh all organic cottons so they have pesticides in them and they just go in your body because they're in direct contact with your um, vagina or uh yeah or inside you. yeah i mean do they do you use do you use the moon cup yeah yeah I have a cup and um when I don't really feel like wearing it because sometimes it happens I just wear reusable pads and they're really comfortable and they're really nice okay see I, I don't know any like what brand do you use of reusable pads um I don't know what brand that is because I bought them in a shop that is a zero waste shop so they didn't have any labels for them so I just they like, have a zero waste shop I know in Lyon we have like a ton of zero waste shops it's crazy. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah, man. You, yeah, you're, that's, it's very yeah. progressive. I yeah, have to say. yeah. <laughs> that's really amazing. And I mean, like, um, uh, I, I have these panties that are called, uh, thinks like, like, yeah. like H I N X. And they're like, they're equivalent to like, they, they're, I mean, they feel like, uh, just like real thick underwear, but they, they're, they're like a pad. Ah, I heard about them. They're just yeah. like, you put and nothing in them and it's... They put nothing in them and I love them. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I, now I have those and I don't use any kind of, I still sometimes, I have a, I have a moon cup, but for me, it's like, I only like it when I'm super heavy. Otherwise it's uncomfortable. Like if, yeah. I, if my flow isn't very heavy, then it's, it just isn't comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's why I like the thinks or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that was an, that was an interesting transition that I went through this year where I was like cool. trying to like reduce that. Nice. I think for me, my main zero waste thing is, yeah, it still is food and because I'm a flight attendant, so I'm gone for three days and I need to st- be better mm-hmm. at preparing my food before I go, which I have been, but I, 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 I tend to get a lot of like stuff that's in containers already, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, in any time I eat out, like mm-hmm. eating out is like, like today me and my sister went to a restaurant and they just brought, uh, I, I ordered a water, but I was just going to use the glass. So we went to La Madeleine actually, which is like, not really French, but it's supposed to be French. Um, <laughs> like you would go in there and be like, uh, like yeah, right. Yeah. Good, nice try. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we went in there and, uh, I don't, I don't know. They just, I mean, I ordered a water and I thought I was just going to get the glass to get the water. And next thing I know, the lady puts like a plastic bottle or like you know like uh, a plastic yeah. cup with a straw mm-hmm. and a lid on my yeah. thing and it's like it's already poured it's there I'm like yeah, oh, too late, okay. right? yeah. Yeah, but I, find, I found it harder when I was in the states to go eat out and have no waste because in France if you go to a restaurant you get like um a proper plate and, yeah 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 um and in in the U.S. it's not really the case and often you have like um the sauce that are in little plastic containers and sugar and whatever like there's a lot of stuff on the table that is trash individually wrapped and stuff yeah 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 yeah. and i think we have less of this in in france but also one thing that i think is that you don't have to feel like super guilty every time you have trash around you because that can happen when you try to be zero waste you're kind of like oh my god i just produced like a um a big a uh, big amount of trash in, in this day and what did I do and blah 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 and it's like hey you do so much effort every day to reduce it you're already doing good by by doing this you know by trying right. um so it's okay if like oh one day you went to the restaurant and you had a napkin and it was paper and it was trash oh well you know who cares it's it's fine <laughs> well and then that is like the kind of thing where it's like it's you're still consciously making an effort to reduce more yeah exactly as long as you're conscious of it that's already a start and that's already better than not even knowing that you produce trash <laughs> okay tell us the hummingbird story because i like okay <laughs> So that's a story from a French philosopher. Um, He's actually a philosopher and a farmer. Um, And he's called Pierre Rabhi. And he tells this story about um, this forest. So there is a big fire in the forest and all the animals are running out of the forest as fast as they can. Like the the flames are going over the trees. It's, It's crazy. Like 
their habitats being destroyed. So, so they just run off for their lives. Um, and then like, as they run off this way, suddenly like a hummingbird comes back the other way towards the forest. Um, and the rabbit goes like, hey man, what, what the hell are you doing in this direction? You know, just run off, there's the fire over there. And um, he actually has a, a drop of water in his beak and says it to the rabbit. And the rabbit's just like, oh, come on. It's not going to, you know, put off the fire. It's not going to do anything. And he's like, I know, but I do my part. Right. And it is kind of interesting because if, if we all became that hummingbird, he would make yeah. a big difference. Yeah, we could all, like, if every animal of this story um, brought back some water, maybe they could stop the fire. And that's kind of what we can do when we do zero waste. Like, if if we try, if we all tried, we could make a difference, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm sure you also save a lot of money. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, because when you go grocery shopping, because when, okay, when you go grocery shopping, what you pay in the price of the things that you buy is the marketing and um the container so if you if you bring your own containers you don't pay the packet the packaging and the marketing um so that's already like some money saved um it's supposedly cheaper to to do that to do it that way and as i said in the beginning you don't you stop buying like uh processed food and expensive soap that would make your hair better and everything so you also buy cheaper stuff and that's more it's also kind of like a minimalism thing like you you buy stuff that is more simple and uh, I need to do that but I have to tell you I love my product I love I, lo- I love all my my stuff my thing uh, I'm okay. like I'm like oh a blue or brown eyeliner I mean, like, yeah you saw but all my stuff in Taos I like and, and I love my um I don't know. I like me. But you know, that's that's also fine if you know that in your kitchen you Yeah, you that's true. But it's like it's like you know, it's like yeah. Even if For I me. have that guilt thing that's cool, but are but at the same time I like reduced my feminine waste stuff this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? But you know, you have to balance like what you do and what you don't. It's okay. Like you just as long as you're conscious of it, we see again. Like we already said it, but it's already so, a start. Um okay tell I remember you were telling me some interesting facts about like concrete like because we're using a ton of concrete with the earthships and with the domes we also went to Mexico and built domes Mm -hmm. and um like yeah so what's the deal with the concrete uh okay so in the world first first fun fact in the world every minute there is the amount of an Olympic pool of concrete that's being poured so that's just enormous, like every minute. Like an Olympic world. swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a lot of concrete. And the problem with concrete is that it needs, um, uh, so it has sand in it. And it's not sand from the desert because the sand from the desert has been rolled by the wind. So it's not good for the concrete for some reasons. Right, it's not it, gritty enough. Yeah, so it's sands from the river and from the careers like places where we just dig out some rocks oh quarries How do you call that? yeah, yeah, quarries. yeah. <laughs> um so sent from there so we're just like you know taking the resources from the earth um changing the 
the shape of the earth by you know taking all this sound out because when you take the sound out it makes the water um that is under it makes the water come back on the surface uh, and so right. create so you get erosion in like really yeah so so yeah. human beings are creating like a lot of erosions and um using the resources of the planet super fast um and and once once we built a building and then we realized like five years later oh actually this building is crap let's tear it down we can't really like reuse concrete isn't concrete yeah yeah we yeah. just tear it down and it's, it's rubble it's kind point. of reused but not really in the roads for example and stuff like that but it's not like that's not a solution at all so concrete is not really good <laughs> like I, I know some architects, like I've read some stuff about some architects using wood mostly for the construction because wood can be like renewed and that's like a better material in that way because it can be renewed. Well, and I also, I mean, what do you think about like, I know cob is still sand, but is it the same kind of sand or is it? Uh, wait, I have to look up what cob it's like. It's is. like Adobe. Uh, what, how do you spell it? Like just uh, C-O-B. Uh, wait, I'm it was kind of it's, it's it's kind of like the Adobe walls we did in, in Taos with okay. like you know and like there's like a like a clay and a sand or or and and straw okay. mixed together. And you say cob is not a really good solution. No, I mean I think it is a good solution. Ah, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, because then you have the dirt. It's already on the work work site. That's yeah. what I liked in Taos is that they were just like. You know, we're gonna make this adobe wall. Um, our ground is good to do the adobe. Let's just take it from there, shovel it, <laughs> and you know, there's not even any transportation cost in. And concrete has the um, trans this transportation. Yeah, cost the, yeah, for sure. Like a big car uh, carbon footprint, like with that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sometimes concrete, you know, you have to use it. Like they, they do use it in earthship because they have to make it some elements um, structural. Yeah, but and really strong you, for it. But yeah, yeah. But if you can avoid it, then there's some. There's well, I mean, that's ultimately why. Like, I didn't really like the aircrete stuff in the end. Yeah, I was just like yeah, it was. I mean, I liked. I actually liked learning how to build domes in general. Yeah, that was but, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, the amount of concrete was, even though yeah. it was less than if you would have done a concrete dome, it still was a lot of concrete. And I'm sorry, but also the the. Um, the washing product that they use to make the foam in the in the concrete to make aircrete. Oh, right, like the uh, deter detergent. Yeah, I also don't think that at school for fishes and stuff, you know, it's kind of like, hey, this is supposed to be ecological, and they use like, you know, uh, dishwashing. You're like, well, we're using seventh generation, but you're like, okay, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not that, like if you if you read the ingredients in that stuff, it's the same true. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was good to learn how to build domes and to see that like anyone can build a shelter really easily because it's a light material, it's easy to make and everything. I kind of like this part and to see that you can be like um autonomous on, on that, that's that's cool. Autonomous, yeah. But, yeah, but the the concrete and the foam—I don't know. I'm not too sure about it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, okay. Let's see. So, like, what what else would you would you want people to know? Like, what like what is there anything that was like surprising to you about going zero waste? Um, yeah, the 
yeah, <laughs> something was and still is, is the relation that you can have to other people with that because sometimes you just try your best but people just smash down your efforts. <laughs> like Christmas, for example, like Christmas is coming up and I'm just like, you know, I'm going to see my family. I'm really happy to see them and stuff. And there's also this thing in me saying like it's gonna be so fucking wasteful like you know all those chocolates that are individually wrapped and all those presents that are wrapped in plastics and also the even the present itself is going to be plastic and everything and i'm just like you know i i don't want to i don't want to consume too much so i don't want to make like i don't want to give presents or receive presents because I, i i see no point like you know you can if there's a book that I like and I, I, I think you're going to like it, I'm going to give it to you anyway, any time of the year. I don't see why Christmas should be this thing right. where it has to be a present on this day. So this is already a problem. And then whenever I wrap my presents in a newspaper or a recycled paper, I think it's fun. It gives it a look and everything. And my family's just like, oh, come on, you could have made an effort on this. Like for them, <laughs> it looks ugly or it's kind of trashy or, you know, it's right. So that's kind of like the surprise or the hard part because you think you're doing your best and, and your family's just like, oh, come on. Or like... Um, I know. I mean, when I went vegetarian, it was like at first it would right. be like... It was... I mean, people like... Everybody criticizes it. They're like, why? Why don't you eat meat? Or why do you... And then like, what about your protein? Or what about... The, I mean, and you're just kind of like... I mean, you know, they've done zero research on it, but they're yeah, still right. criticized the way that yeah. you're, you're doing your thing. Yeah. And, um, and it can actually make you tired of trying to like, you know, explain. as if you have to, yeah, as if you have to have arguments for it, like, you know, you're just doing it, you know, it's good for you and for the environment, just do it and don't like ask me questions about it. Or if you do yeah. ask me questions, don't, um, don't ask them in a way that I feel like criticized or something, just just be curious about it, but don't blame me for not eating. Well, meat. and I liked, I really liked that about you though, was that like, I didn't eat, like I knew you a month before I even, like, actually I didn't realize you were zero waste until we were driving in Mexico. Oh, yeah, it was, like, it was, like two months later where we were, we were on a road <laughs> trip from like Mexico city down to Manzunte. And, yeah. uh, and I was like, you don't, what do you mean you're zero waste? <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? Explain this. And I was like, whoa, that's fascinating. And then I was kind of like <laughs> trying to go back and like think of all the times like I'd eaten with you or like anytime yeah. I used to do anything. And I'd be like, oh, what about, oh, what about this? But and like that, you were just completely unassuming about it. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like. But, but you know i I'm, I'm happy that you say that because sometimes in my family it's more like i i don't know i try to talk about it just because I'm, i was curious about it and it's part of my life now so sometimes i just talk about it naturally you know it's like whoa and last weeks i did this and and this and this and and i'm not trying to like make people do it or anything i'm just like you know that's my life i like to talk about what happens so i just say it mm-hmm. and some people in my family were telling me like okay stop giving us lessons like we don't need to hear about that anymore and I was just like oh, <laughs> I'm sorry I, I, that's not what I mean like you know everyone does its thing I'm also vegetarian I'm not trying to make the world become vegetarian like it doesn't matter it's just everyone does its part and everyone does what it wants to do there's no obligations but just like that's what I do don't bother me with what I do yeah I know my, my, I mean I had to get like it's like my my siblings would be like don't preach to us don't tell yeah. me and, and I'd be like 
I'm not, but you don't preach to me. You don't tell me like how, like you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's good though to have those conversations though, I think, cause it's like, you're not going to like, you probably don't have those as much with like the general public or like, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah. um, your family's always going to give you crap. They just do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. So yeah, I could totally see that being like an issue, but still, I, I just don't think there's enough people who are, um, and do you have any particular, um, uh, like ways you recycle stuff? Like, do you, do you like make sure your plastic does go to a recycling place or like what's your deal with that? Yeah. Um, so in France we have the, something called the yellow bin. Um, so it's a bin that has a yellow lid <laughs> and it basically is supposed to receive all the, tr- all the recyclable, um, trash. So a certain kind of plastic, which is, um, mainly HDPE plastic, um, all cardboards, um, and some kind of paper. And then we also have like big containers around the city. Uh, so the yellow, sorry, I have to start from the beginning. The yellow bin is always next to the black bin and the black bin is the normal trash. Um, so for example, in my building, at the bottom of the building, there is a black bin and a yellow bin, and you're supposed to sort your trash. So you're supposed to put the recyclable stuff in the yellow bin and the trash in the black bin. And then um, trucks come and collect it, and they collect it separately. Um, and then for glass, there is, for glass and fabric, there are some big containers in the city, like on some public squares and stuff, and you just go and you have to take your trash over there, but it's like there's a lot of them so you don't have to go really far and you just thought your trash there so you just put your glass um in the glass thing your fabric in the fabric uh, thing um and i know in some cities um they don't like in some small villages for example they don't have um a yellow bin that comes like the the truck doesn't come to pick to collect your recyclables so you also have to go for that as you go for glass and fabric you also go for plastic cardboard and everything so it depends from cities to cities and it depends if you're in a big city or in the countryside but there's always a way that the government organized the trash collecting so it's kind of made easy for us to do it um but sometimes it can be hard like for example in my school um they don't sort trash at all mm-hmm. um and two years ago we created a non-profit organization inside the school um made by students for students um that like collected materials to be reused in people's projects because i'm in an art school so we need like um plank of wood or we need fabric to use for our projects so we created that for that purpose and through this we were trying to make um the school do the sorting out of um of uh, trash yeah yeah but they didn't want to like we we went several times to see the head master of the school and we were like hey we really want to do this we know that people are going to be interested in it and everything and he was like oh it's too much trouble it's too much money it's people are not going to do it and we were like hey we're the one coming to tell you that we're motivated like why do you bring us down you know so right now in my school it's super hard even if you come back from wherever with some cardboard we use a lot of cardboard because i make um, small scale models stuff like that i can't even recycle my cardboard it's i think it's really dumb but you know some places it's harder but well i um did i send you that video of that precious plastics 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I actually already knew about it. It's uh, people who recycle the HDPE. They cut it in, into pieces, like shred yeah. it, and then make new objects with it. Yeah, that's well, super cool. I, I mean, I was thinking about, like, I still am thinking about, I would like to create some sort of, like, company that makes yeah. plastic bricks. I think that would be an interesting, yeah. and even if it's just for, like, retaining walls or something, because you don't want off-gassing necessarily, like, mm -hmm. if you're living inside of it. But Anyway, that's besides the point. But like, I I started doing some research on recycling plants. So uh, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, which is where I live, I went to um, a glass recycling plant, and okay. it was like like, like a our, like like a big warehouse facility. Okay. And so um so I go there and like I this is real funny. I like I said I was like oh I'm I'm doing my master's for the Earthship Biotech. The academy and like they don't know what that is right and they're and i'm and i'm not doing a master's for crap and i was just like yes yeah, so i'm doing some research and i would like to uh have a tour of the facility and see what it is i can find you know whatever and so like i i get there and um and like it's like I, it's like i gave myself an elementary school trip or something you know so i'm, I'm like there and i'm going like whoa what's that do what's that do first of all like they only keep green white or clear glass and brown glass so if it's any other color of glass like blue or just like if it's any other color glass they get rid of it because there's not enough mm. bulk of the other colors yeah. so like it, it just goes to a landfill but anyway so they they have like these like they have these bins where they like sort out like they take anything fair like anything magnetic they like they have a big magnet that sucks out any mm. kind of metal and then and then um they, they, you know, they, they put it through a couple of filters after they crush it or whatever. And then once they, they have a machine that literally picks out the colors as it's like falling down. It's kind of cool. reused for the brown goes into making bottles for beer so that's usually remade and then the green goes into uh, uh some other kind of bottling company but the clear they reuse it for insulation so like inside so they walls. don't make glass with it again mm -mm. They they like they make it into little tiny uh like yeah they shred it for I know it's, it's like, like wool but it's like yeah it's like right. fiber yeah, yeah they do that and I'm kind of like and that's super like I don't know that just doesn't seem like that I always thought that that kind of insulation was a little inefficient and also and um, it's not safe for health right not, yeah it? really unhealthy yeah. like if you touch it and it gets yeah. into you it's like really bad so I was kind of like and he's like well we're not like uh what did he say he was like we're not a like we're for profit and like this is like a business oh, shit. and i'm yeah. like and i'm like okay yeah but like you're using a free <laughs> material that people are giving you he's like yeah but we provide yeah. the bins we're the people who go and pick up the bins yeah. and i was just a little bit like disillusioned by the whole thing i'm like okay so basically your recycled glass just becomes 
crappy insulation. Yeah. But um, is it also because like it's a private company that takes care of it? Yeah, maybe, but uh, like yeah. I, I guess all of the recycling in uh, my area is private. We don't have a state or a city okay. fund recycling mm -hmm. thing. Because I but was then, thinking, I, I'm not sure. I'm not really like I don't. Well, know. the plastic places I tried to go to. France, it's all like state funded. It's all state funded. Mm -hmm. In the U.S., it's private, which is like, okay. oh, maybe I should get into that then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then um, I like I tried to go to the metal place. Um, mm -hmm. And I set up an appointment with them and then like they, like I got, I, I, I got to a place that does metal, but they only take like, um, what was it? They only took, they only take like large, like recycled cars or like big pieces of, like they don't do like your, the soda like they don't do aluminum yeah. cans or anything like uh, that. Okay. Like, so, so they aluminum cans are not recycled then like at all. Well, then, like, here's what the guy was explaining to me. He said that Japan and China used to take all of our trash and recycle it over there because, like, they, but then they stopped doing that. So now it's going to our landfills here, which is, like, really horrible. But, wow. um, like, they don't recycle the metal because it, it has to be a certain, like, I don't know, like, the, there's a couple of Ronald McDonald places or some other stuff that say that they recycle aluminum and maybe they do somewhere, but this particular place that I was talking to that mm. I went to, which was in actually Dallas, um, because like in the actual city, um, he was just saying that like, it costs so much to heat the furnaces to actually mm. get the metal remelted yeah. that they only waste their time on like the more pro like copper and like, um, nickel and like steel and stuff like that like you know and they and they have to be able to test what kind of metal it is and they don't want any like they don't want it they don't clean their metal they don't like you know like if like think about your soda cans or something those would have to be rinsed out of the, I don't know like or I would think that that would burn off but anyway I all I'm saying is that if you really start getting into the recycling stuff it's pretty pathetic and mm. and kind of sad like there's so much more they could be recycling than they are yeah but that's also why in zero waste like a lot of people say it's good to like the first step is to get more and more um stuff that is recyclable so like your waste becomes recyclable stuff in the first place instead of total trash and then the second step is to reduce your amount of recyclable trash so uh, I don't know if that was clear. No, yeah, that makes sense. That. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then, so like, the more you get into the zero waste thing, the less uh, recyclables you have as well, because you you're trying to reduce that as well, because you know it has a an ener energetic cost as well. So, right. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. So has. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I also had like this conversation with Daniel because he was saying like, yeah, we're gonna try to make a bottle out of. Um, uh, out of you know the uh, plants that can make plastic what's that oh, again right right yeah there's, uh, there, there are some kind of plastics that are uh, uh, hemp out of hemp yeah I was oh, out of hemp okay okay yeah um and I was like that's not such a good idea because you're just encouraging people to have a plastic bottle and to be used to have a plastic bottle instead of like making people used to having like a, a bottle like this that you can reuse every time instead of like 
putting it into the trash like you you know you have to change your habits not to change the kind of waste that you have you know right well and it is interesting because it's like you know i'm born in 82 you were not even a twinkle in your parents eyes at that point but like <laughs> um like when i was little i remember the i remember the first time i saw bottles of water i think i was at the zoo or like some public thing like that and they were selling bottles of water and i remember going like no people aren't going to pay for water in a <laughs> bottle that's the dumbest <laughs> idea i've ever heard water is free you could just get it from a yeah, tap right? somewhere <laughs> and people tap. thought like that like like when i was like a kid like people thought like they would just drink tap water all the time and like mm -hmm. they just like would get like reusable cups it's like they didn't just go like red solo cup yeah <laughs> i mean now it's just like hey i drink out of that once never again <laughs> i mean it's yeah. almost like we're i feel like we've been commercialized and yeah. this consumerism and and materialization like world has been pushed on us like so hard where it's yeah. like you know and also our hygienic uh side i know i i think our society oh. is more hygienist so like we need stuff that is only um usable one time because then it's dirty you know like you can't reuse it it's disgusting um yeah that's true so, yeah that's also a part of the problem i think like for example i i went to i was super disappointed i went to see conferences for an entire day um about the anthro anthropocene is that the what um, the anthropocene am i saying it correctly oh, is it like is that like anthropocene is that like yeah. kind of okay the, it's it's like the fact that um we're 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 going into a new um geological era yeah because of of mankind um so it's that's why it's called anthropocene I, i'm really right. bad it's at like the new era instead of like I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm also okay. not that amazing at the only language I know. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I went to this. So mostly it was talking about ecological problems and, and earth issues and mankind issues and stuff like this. And every person that joined the conference was, giving, was given a bottle of water, a plastic bottle of water and a plastic glass to pour the water in the plastic glass to drink out of it. And I was just like, oh, we're here all day to talk about, like, it was actually two days. We were all, like, for two days talking about the planet and stuff. And you guys are drinking from plastic bottles and plastic glass. Like, it makes no sense. It doesn't. <laughs> Seriously. And it, but it, it, I do have to say, it is weird, because then it's like I get into, um, I'm like, well, what's in our water? They have fluoride in our water, all this stuff, like, that we don't need to have in our water. Like, like I know, like, Detroit, um, there, there's a city called Flint, which is close to Detroit. Uh, has like I don't know like it's like first of all when I'm a flight attendant when I go there it literally like you turn on the faucet and it smells like rotten eggs I'm like uh, <laughs> oh. like I'm not drinking that and I mean I know that they, they came out saying that there's like I don't know if it's like they all have lead pipes or I can't remember like what it is that makes their their water so toxic but there's like our drinking water in general is kind of I think mm the scare about drinking water is led more and more to the um and like i'm cool with like spring water like that's cool or whatever but otherwise if it's like purified it's super purified all that means is <laughs> they just boiled your tap water like right. literally that's what like, it, it just means that they've purified it by <laughs> yeah so do it yourself <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um mm -hmm. 
so yeah, it is, it is all like a marketing hype to us, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but it's good. We're talking about stuff like this stuff. It's going to, things are going to, are going to get better. It's going to change. Exactly. (laughs) So that's cool. So like, I guess like my last little question for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually two more things. I have two more things. All right. First of all, um, you talked a little bit about the uh, stage design minimalism, but I like explain to them like, um, cause I really like the idea of how you were talking about how, um, you, you, you get into like a minimal thing where like, um, the, the actors are basically like do using their talent rather than mm. uh, the thing that they have to show. Yeah. You. Okay. So that's really hard. <laughs> um, I try, so in my work, I try to like use, um, as little as possible of materials just because materials are precious. So if I use a material, it has to have like a particular meaning or it has to like um, be very important for the piece or something. Um, and if I can, I use materials that has already been used for something else. So that's called reu- uh, reusing. Yeah. We are, are upcycled too. Uh, upcycling is more like when you, for example, um, Heineken, the brand of beer, uh, was like manufacturing bottles that had the shape of a brick um, so that once you finish drinking your beer uh, and if you have several beers, you can build, start building a house. So that's upcycling because they thought of what the trash would become okay. before even it was trash. You know, they thought of a second that's life. Cool. Of that's kind of cool. Upcycling is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, but it doesn't always work. But yeah, it's, it's a good idea. Um, but I try to reuse as much as possible something that has already been used. Um, and I try to use secondhand too. Uh, but for sometimes it's really hard. Like this year I had a project, I had to make a, a set design for dancers. And so we, had, we didn't have a lot of time and I got my materials really late and they looked too new. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't look good on stage they were like it was a metal bar and it was way too shiny um so i had to make it look old and you you can say like yeah it's easy just put it under under the rain and it's gonna rust but i had like two days to do it right and so it can't rust like in two days. yeah so i had uh, even worse than paint i had to use um acid and oh, right. yeah and then fossil fuels because i i I put the acid on the bar and then put water and then I had to heat it so that it evaporated and then it rusts instantly and it's pretty cool. Like the effect is like perfect, but it's just like super bad for the environment. But you were like, oh God. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) I kept doing it because the piece had to happen. So sometimes it's really hard because of time mostly, but if you anticipate it's possible to work as a designer as as a set designer um in a in an eco-friendly way <laughs> so then also talk about your bike fetish thing like how you uh, yeah, yeah you, like <laughs> she goes around and finds old bikes and yeah i'm awesome um, again, and then you're a bike rider right yeah 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 um i i don't ride bikes for sports i just ride bikes to go as your transportation yeah. yeah exactly um but it's super easy in france to not it depends from cities to cities but in lyon it's perfect like you have cycling roads everywhere and stuff like that 
um, I, I still get knocked over by cars every now and then, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started doing bikes because I was in Paris for my uh, for my foundation year, and there was a this bike on the street that was like super cute, and I was like, wow, this is this like this doesn't belong to anyone, like it's not attached, it's there for trash or something. And it was actually trash, <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to save it from the bin. Ha ha ha. And I took it home and started like repairing it, but I didn't know anything about bikes. So I just like put it there and like, uh, I took it into pieces. Um, but like in a very like, um, uh, ah, I lost the word in a very organized way. And I was like, okay, okay I took this where, off. Uh, right. Yeah, I took this off first, so it goes there. I took this off second and I was like really organizing myself. And I just like put it all um, apart and then put it back together um, and replaced a few things that weren't working and everything. And that was kind of it. Like you can learn everything by just, you know, being organized and looking at things and be concentrated, focused and know what you're doing. And then when I put it back together, I was like, wow, I did I actually do that? Like, you know, and I went on the bike and it worked and I was like, huh, that was easy, you know, like, okay. And so I started going to um, the recycling place in my hometown. Um, and I started like, because I knew that people were throwing bikes away and I was like, this, this can't happen. Like those bikes can be reused and, and people can actually ride them. So I went there and there was- So would, would it be like things like their tires were bent or? No, entire bikes. Like I was going there and in those big containers, I was finding entire bikes and I was like, huh? And so I, I went to ask the people that worked there, hey, is this like an entire bike in there? And it was like, yeah, people actually do this. So they would like, they weren't allowed, but they would like pick it up for me out of the, out of the big container mm -hmm. and take it aside and be like, hey, just don't tell anyone, but go home with it. <laughs> so I started like collecting a few bikes like this. Some of them were like kind of trashy. So it, they were harder to repair, but still, if I had like a trash bike and then a not so trash bike I could use the pieces from this bike on the other one if like some pieces were missing from this one so with two bikes I could make one work or sometimes I just had an entire one just replace one or two things and it just worked um so I started collecting those and doing this at home uh with my dad's tools <laughs> and so I learned more and more and and now it's just it's kind of easy it's just it's just mechanics like it's do you sell the bikes um, I used to do this in school when I had a lot of times so I, I did a lot. And then my dad was just like, Hey, what are we going to do with all those bikes? You know? So I kind of had to get rid of them in a way. So I just, I would just go to school and say, Hey, you're a student. You don't have any money. Do you want a bike for cheap? <laughs> and then you don't have to take the bus. So it would be even cheaper. And people were like, yeah, sure. And because they knew me, they, they, you know, they knew that the bikes were well repaired or whatever or at least repaired or if there weren't they could come back to me and be like hey can you help me with this you, you know like this? right yeah my tire my tire broke or something and, and i i could help them so yeah i used to do this i don't do it anymore because i have too much work with school <laughs> but um if i did have time I, I i would still do it it's pretty fun well maybe you'll get back to your part-time bikeist thing yeah <laughs> bike bike mechanic yeah um, i think that's so cool all right. Well, so is there anything else you want to say about, um, like, what, okay, like, is there a takeaway from this kind of lifestyle and what it's done to you as a human? 
um i think it's just you know keep moving with all this stuff like it's i i don't know i started with zero waste and i wasn't a vegetarian and i was like going with my box to the butcher saying like hey i want meat uh now i realized that meat wasn't good for the environment so i'm trying to quit on meat um you know i'm trying to pile up everything not everything but what i can do at least and and i just go along with the flow and don't i don't know don't like struggle don't yourself at the same time yeah don't judge yourself don't judge others do your thing do what you think is best and and keep going awesome <laughs> cool well miss lucille i'm sure if anybody has any other questions they'll um oh yeah do you have anywhere anybody can find you do you have a thing like a like i i don't people have now I'm not even on Facebook. I only have an email address. If you, if you want to send me an email, that's fine. If you have some questions. Okay, me. cool. I'll, I'll add your email address and maybe some people will be like, what? What? Um, really? Wait, what's that? What's that thing? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll put your email address in the notes or whatever. And, sure. Um, like, if you're okay with that. You yeah, it's totally fine. One if you want, like, a, I have, I have a one I use for my like work stuff and one I use for like if if like they want to send me promotions <laughs> <laughs> okay I only have one but whatever okay. just All right. this one in <laughs> cool cool um okay well it was awesome talking to you yeah. but wait I'll yeah. talk to you more in a second just hold on okay. I'm gonna stop recording it though um all right and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay cool we'll talk to you soon all right yeah bye bye